Hello, everybody. This is uh, Tom Hunyadi, and this is the live edition of Two Legs, a Paul McCartney podcast. I'm here with my buddy, Andy Nichols. Andy, what's going on, brother? We made it. We got to the last, made it. the top 20 countdown, as they used to say in the on the FM dial in those days, you know? Right. Another series coming to an end. Uh, we're having a lot of fun with these series since we've started the ranking the tracks last year. Uh, and, you know, and um, loving everybody that's been participating uh, with these series with us. And I thought, um, why not, um, you know, have a few friends and, and some colleagues and some uh, listeners that have been joining in on this uh, wonderful series uh, that we've been having with and, um, you know, invite them on and, and, and get to hear their top uh, 20 uh, favorite McCartney songs because that this is what this is. This is um, episode five of our 101 favorite McCartney uh, songs, and we've got uh, four people with us right now. We might have a couple more if they can connect. Um, but first up, we got the the Queen. We all know the Queen. She's my 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 uh, two talk more talk uh, co-host. Uh, she was the very first guest on uh, on Two Legs back when that other guy was was co-hosting with me. We won't mention him, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, Kittle Tool, how you doing? It's great to see you. Oh, it's great to be here. This is going to be so fun. Although I was saying before we went on the air that uh, I, I sent Tom uh, a an animation of a woman tearing her hair out trying to, to do this. <laughs> this is hard. This is really hard. So I tip my hat to right. you and Andy for putting this list together. Boy, is this tough. Yeah. This guy. This guy in August had his 101 written out on a pad in his office. I'm like, really, dude? You got your songs ranked already? Freaking guy. I just had the list. I didn't necessarily have the ranked. You still had it, though. But uh, thank you, kid. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Glad to be here. Next up, we've got uh, the man who... uh, did the theme music for for two legs since uh, Andy uh, started? He did a wonderful uh, rendition of, of Sing Along Junk and uh, 1985, and you know Karina Core, one of my favorites, and uh, Dylan Seavey. He's just a wonderful person. So glad that I've met this individual. And uh, don't screw this up now. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Dylan Seavey, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> well, I usually screw everything up. So we'll see how that worked out. Uh, right now, my internet seems like it might be screwing up. But if y'all can hear and see me okay, then yeah. I'm not going to worry about it too much. Yeah, we can hear, hear, hear and see you. But, you know, yeah, it is a little spotty. But don't worry it's about it just yet. yet. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. I mean, we really don't need to see you anyways. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, next up, he's, uh, he was the, the second person that ever reached out to us and, and, and told us that he, that he liked the show, and uh, I really appreciate that. He's been one of our longest listeners. Um, that's uh, Ed Crawford. He's better known as, they call me Mr. Brostry, who just started his, his channel uh, a few months back, and uh, he came back. He came on and he, we did a uh, Defending the Broad Street film, and he showed us all these wonderful uh Broad Street memorabilia that I'm really uh, just jealous of. Jealous of uh, <laughs> the video game for one. I mean, who has? Yes, the com- <laughs> the com- if you have a if you have a Commodore, you have that game. Oh, yeah, boy. exactly. <laughs> Ed, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Just an honor to be on with everybody, and uh, you know, thank you. Appreciate it. 
Thank you yeah, so much. You got it. You got it, my friend. And last but surely not least, he is, if you want to know anything about Badfinger, this is the guy to go to. He is just a, a wealth of knowledge about Badfinger and, of course, the Beatles and solo Beatles as well. Uh, his name is Tom Brennan. Tom joined us for on an episode, I think it was last year, about bootlegs, and you can check that out um, on a past episode. And Tom, how are we doing, buddy? Doing good. Thanks. Yeah, you got it, my friend. Uh, before we get started, I just want to ask uh, Kit, Dylan, and Ed and Tom real quick uh, about this top twenty. Was this this was this top twenty for you? Uh, I know Ed and Dylan, you guys have been, I think, participating this whole time. But uh, Kit, was this was how was this a difficult uh, challenge for you to do twenty? Yes, <laughs> it was <laughs> extremely hard. Even though, yeah, I've been I've been playing along with you guys and and uh, you know really having fun um, uh, on this this adventure uh, with you. But wow, narrowing this down to twenty was was tough. But I I tried to you know use different criteria in terms of right. um, you know a personal connection to some of the songs is you know that they mean something personally to me right. um, you know were they critically you know critically and commercially successful um, in terms of artistic merit you know I tried to factor all of those things gotcha. into my choices so um, so those those are the main things that I use but Wow, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I think right up until we went on the air, I was rearranging and rearranging. So it was <laughs> very good. So, so yeah, you guys, uh, yeah. yeah, this set a quite a, a challenge for us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, you've been a fan for, for a long time of, the, of Paul McCartney's. Um, was the top 20 easy for you to, uh, to, to map out? Oh, definitely. The top 20 is a lot easier than the rest of the, of the 100. Because right. um, all I had to do is pick the, the songs that I never get tired of, <laughs> the, the songs I can play over and over, never right. get fatigued by it. Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the factors for me, too. I mean, what songs do, I mean, do I keep on repeat? Uh, you know, right. I, that was very easy for me, too. Ed, how about you, buddy? Yeah, dude, you know, uh, yeah, it was, uh, as I said before we uh, went on the air, you know, just basically something that stuck with me the longest. I think that's what I've went with. And, but yeah, it's, it's very tough. I mean, there's, there's some, you definitely could change out, but that's really what I went with when doing the top 20 list. Gotcha. Okay. And, uh, Mr. Mute guy over there, uh, you want to try, uh, talking and see if you can let us know how you, uh, handled your, your top 20. Uh, yeah. I hope, again, I hope this is all working because, yeah, audio and video keep lagging pretty horribly yeah. for me, but uh, I um I mostly just picked my my twenty favorite. You know, the objective versus subjective argument is such a crazy one to consider, and it's one that I'm really fascinated with. Um, so I, uh, I I I mostly I didn't overthink it. I, you know, I, I made a list of you know whatever the seven hundred songs I really love and slowly slowly whittled it down and um I, I was really surprised by what i came up with and uh i'm really i'm really fascinated to see what y'all have too i know what two of you already have already though because i am a, <laughs> a deep covert agent spy and have uh, access to all of my files there you go very very yeah good. you do yeah you do yeah. Yeah. andy talk about the top 20 for you was this a easy 
I mean, for me, for me, the, the top 20 was the easiest part. Of easiest, the easiest part of the whole thing. In fact, when I did the 101, I actually started with the top 20 favorites because right. it was the easiest way to do it for me right. just to go through, okay, which ones do I play the most? And honestly, just sorting my iTunes and going, oh, I've played that song 365 times. So that's right. going to be what that's, that's going to be. <laughs> that's one a of the good 20. sign that you like it, huh? <laughs> I'd say so. I'd say so. So I, <laughs> iTunes is a wonderful feature with that. So you can see, and, uh, you know, actually in 20 years, I've played that song how many hundreds of times. So the top 20 for me was fairly easy. It's those other 81. That was a kind of a bit of a pain in the butt. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, here's here's the deal. Uh, we're gonna Andy and I. We've been going back and forth. What who's first? I'm gonna be first this this week. Andy will be last uh, this week. However, the way I see you guys on my screen, that's the order we will go. So it'll be myself, Kittle Tool, uh, Dylan CV, Ed, and Tom Brennan. Okay, and then followed with that uh, Andy. Andy last. Um, so we're going to get this party started because, you know, there's six of us and, you know, six of us like to talk about these songs. So we're going to try to try not to make this a three hour, three hour tour. So let's uh, get started here. Uh, my 20, my number 20, uh, if people uh, listening or watching, you want to start with your, with your um, countdown, please, please start. And uh, my 20 is a song that's uh, when we got this box set, it, it just floored me because I, again, I'm not really the biggest bootleg guy, but um, that's uh, the lovers that never were from the flowers in the dirt uh, box set. The oh, first, the demo. Uh, the demo, the demo CD. So the second uh, bonus disc, I just absolutely fell in love with this track. And I mean, it's only been, I've only had it, what, five years, four or five years now. And it's just blown me away. Um, I play this track a lot. The, the, the vocals from Paul McCartney are just some of the rawest vocals um, I've heard from him um, throughout. And then, you know, you throw in the, um, the uh, harmonies from Elvis Costello. And it just, for me, makes a, a great song. And I wish it just would have been, been left alone, <laughs> you know, and, and just put out just like that. But, you know, uh, of course, you got to mess with it. So that's my number 20 is the lovers that never were the demo from CD2 of the Flowers in the Dirt box set. Now we're going to the queen for her number 20. All right. Well, starting uh, number 20 is uh, listen to what the man said. All right. Um, I just think great. Oh, th thank you, Andy. Um, great. <laughs> you approve. Uh, great. Uh, just, just some, you know, great melody. Uh, you know, great pop here. Uh, love the jazzy, uh, you know, horn, uh, in, in the middle. Um, it, it's just, uh, it's, it's just classic pop from Paul. It's one of the first, you know, when I was really, uh, getting into, you know, learning about his solo career. This is one of the first songs I really gravitated toward when I was, you know, learning about his greatest hits and, and everything. And I just think it's still, uh, it still sounds great now. Um, and I, I find myself, you know, just still reaching for it. Um, and it's just, he is just so good at writing this catchy stuff right. uh you know really so uh so that is my number 20. excellent all right dylan cb you're 20 please oh, dylan oh is he 
Is he frozen? Poor Dylan. Come on. Come on, end man. Of the end. Uh, I'm not sure what I can say about Can you hear me? Yes. We, yes, go. Now we now we can. Now we can. Isn't that right? Okay. I, I'm I think it will the end of the end. Yes. Okay. I'm just going to keep talking. Sorry. At the end of the end, I'm not sure what I can say about it. That hasn't been said. It's got stunning lyrics. He's really been this direct, this vulnerable. Uh, you know, the only thing that I'll add, because I'm sure it's going to be talking more about later, is that I'm so glad that it's just piano with a smaller string arrangement. Because I don't think it would be half as poignant uh, if it had an overblown arrangement like, you know, an Only Love Remains or something like that. Um, it's really tasteful. It's really beautiful. So I love it. Excellent. Very good. Thank you, Dylan. Ed, we're moving to you. What's your number 20, buddy? All right. Well, this was actually uh, one of my previous comments. I figured it would be a top 25, but it's definitely, you know, I wanted to put it at the top 20 and start off with this one. Kicked around no more. Mm, um, wow. Very Deep cut. Climb off the ground track. It should have been a single. Um, you know, I wonderfully sung, you know, great, just a, uh, Really amazing song. It's uh, it's a shame that it was uh, relegated to B side status. Um, mm. Just very amazing. So that's excellent. That's, that's what I'm going with for number twenty. Excellent, love it, Tom. Uh, my number twenty is one of my favorite Wings forty five mixes, and it's Letting Go. Ah, very cool. Venus and Mars. Oh, you doing the the studio or the live? The studio. Okay. 45 mix. I really okay. like that mix because it's uh, drier and it's not as uh, reverby as the album version. And uh, as far as the song itself, I like the horn parts. That's one of the best parts of the song. What, what do we call that, kids? We call that a horngasm, Tom. I can say it on this show. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> I didn't want to mention it. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) all right andy you're you're number 20 buddy nice nice pick tom nice pick tom brennan real quick before my top 20 just a little hint the seven of my top 20 are non-album singles or b-sides um and number 20 for me is one of those and that would be what does she get for all the love she gave you? Daytime, ah, nighttime, yes. suffering. And Tom had yes. that last week. And yeah, he, I believe that was the lower half of his t- top, um, the bottom 20 there. And man, one of the best B-sides Paul's ever done. I think he really loves the song too. It's, I know he's, he thinks yep. a lot of it. Um, fantastic bass riff groove throughout that whole thing. Harmonizing, vocalizing. Linda's on it. Um, just a great track. Opens up. With the, it opens up with what does she get with full of love she gave gave you and it ends the same way. Beautiful. Ends the same way. Yes. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that last week. One of the yeah great parts of the song, starting and ending the same way. Love same it. Same way. Number twenty. Yeah. Okay, moving to nineteen for me. Uh, my favorite track from Egypt Station and that's Dominoes. Uh, right off the bat, 
yeah, right off the bat, I was really shocked at how how much I how favorably I reacted to this to this track um, because it's not really as catchy as maybe some of the other other tracks. But I just really loved the lyrics and what he had to say uh, throughout the song, and I loved the production um, from from this track as well. Um, you know, the chorus, you know, like the dominoes are falling. I, I just think that's really well, some really good uh, words from from McCartney. I think he's still proved that he was a really good lyricist um you know it, well well into his 70s and uh you know a, a track that i still look forward to listening to when uh, when i play egypt station or just if it comes on my ipod uh just a just a great track altogether Tom, I, I think you i think you had most of egypt station scattered throughout your 101 songs and i sure did i sure did <laughs> and if we had another 50 there probably would have been uh, even more yeah yeah, so 19 for me was uh, Domino's. So now we're going to move the, to the Queen. All right. All right, number 19 for me is, with a little luck, the album version, not yes. the single version. Um, Very good. <laughs> oh, be still Andy's heart. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> um, this is another sentimental favorite for me. This is another one that I've just always adored. Um, uh, you know, just, uh, it, it's, it's Paul just being absolutely sentimental and I love it. I, I love it. I love the keyboards on this mm. beautifully produced, um, you know, with the, just the, those harmonies, uh, that, you know, he and, and wings were just so good at, um, and, uh, you know, with that whooshing sound. It's just, a, again, just a fantastic pop cut. Um, so good at, uh, at, you know, that Paul was, was just a master uh, at doing. So uh, so that's my number 19, the album this is, version. This is me giving Kit a virtual hug for that. Because uh, that right back at you, my friend. Oh, <laughs> my God. You couldn't have said it any better. That was fantastic. Bravo. <laughs> So, so unfortunately, our, our buddy Dylan is is having some internet uh, connection issues. Uh, if he if he's able to come back, we'll we'll have him uh, continue with his countdown. But we're going to uh, move to Ed now for his number nineteen. All right. Well, my number nineteen, uh, Big Barn Bed, uh, just wow. an amazing opening track from Red Rose Speedway. Some really great wings harmonies. I've oh, always right. It always just um, you know it always just punches through for me and you know i just i really it for the longest time hearing it and i didn't get to hear it until um as, as fellow gen x uh, until the you know early 90s whenever it came out on cd but that track just always grabbed me right away right from the beginning so that's my number 19 just very solid incredibly good track good little okay. good little rocking track in, in my view gotcha all right Kit, what was your, Gary missed your number 19. What was your 19 again? Uh, number 19 was With a Little Luck. There you go. The yeah, album excellent. version. The album version. The album version. Yes. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Tom Brennan, you are next. You're 19, buddy. Uh, my 19 is a B-side that should have been an A-side, and that's Wings, Daytime, Nighttime Suffering. Hey. Excellent. Excellent. I was thinking uh, if they had saved that for an A side, maybe they could have put Cage or some song on the B side. Right. We could okay. have had another rare track. Hmm. 
Too bad. I, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I think maybe it could have been a successful A-side. Um, it's definitely catchy enough, uh, especially with, with the, the woman's moving, you know, that time, maybe a few years earlier, um, maybe, or, you know, 10 years earlier, maybe, you know. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 19 was Daytime Nighttime Suffering for Tom. Nice pick. That's a definitely a great, great track to be put in the top 20. I definitely would not argue uh, with that. Uh Andy, do you want to put see if you want to put the link in the comments to see if Tony can try there or, or Let's, not? I let mean, me, yeah, let me oh, let me try. Hold on. I've never done this in the middle of uh, our show, but I'll I can right. do it here. Let's see. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. That should work, I think. Right there's the yep. link. All right. right. There we go. Okay. Now, now, Tony, click on that link and only Tony, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I'm I'm the one who lets people in, so you can try. Right. But, you know, you exactly. ain't gonna get in. Right. So, so <laughs> click on that link, uh, type in your name, uh, wait until you see yourself. Um, and then uh, if uh, Andy Sorry. sees you, then uh, he'll let you in and we'll, we'll see if your audio is, is OK. Um, right. Dylan, so, okay. Is, Dylan is popped back on. looks like he's on maybe another device. We're going to re-add him now. OK. And see if he's uh, if he's got some better. Yes. Yes. Hopefully it's working now. Okay, so, so Dylan, sorry you're 19, that, guys. please. You're 19, My please. 19. It's like I never left. My 19 <laughs> is, is Country well, Dreamer. Um, wow. I'm wow. a little girl I had in contention here, too. Um, but I really I really wanted to get one of, you know, these sorts of songs on, you know, the wonderful country-ish sort of slice of music. Just great acoustic work, pedal steel. His is. He's yeah. never sounded better, you know, in my opinion, doing, you know, jumping from one octave to another octave, you know, yeah. then you get the classic wings harmonies. You know, it's, it's not by any means a top 20 composition, but as a recording, it's absolutely one of my favorites. I love it. Excellent. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Moving right along. Uh, Dylan, this was, now I'm going to 18. Uh, this was Dylan's 20. Uh, my 18 is end of the end. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't give you, I didn't, give, I didn't give you 19. We forgot Billy Preston. <laughs> I'm only, I'm only the co-host. Don't worry about yeah, me. I know. <laughs> 19, Andy, for, nine, nine, yeah. 19 for me. I'm only, I'm going to go with uh jet from band on the run. Uh, Poppy great. hook has all the hooks in it. Thank you. Kid with the two thumbs up. <laughs> All the all the earmarks and benchmarks of a classic mid nineteen seventies pop song, right from the horns from the beginning. Yeah, everything about that song, um, perfectly produced, um, four minutes and change, great single, and worked live so well. But the um, God, I could never. That's a song that can, I never. And again, it was a big hit, and it gets a lot of airplay. And I know we always talk about fatigue factor with a lot of songs, like. Like I can tell you, Band on the Run is not in my top twenty, but Jet is one of those mega hits that I don't get tired of. Great. Yeah, I think that was number three. Number three hit for, for Paul uh, and Wings. So, yeah, great pick at number 19, and that's Jet. Now, now I can go to 18. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, um, <laughs> going to 18, uh, like I said, it was Dylan's number 20, and that was end of the end. Uh, like Dylan said, 
which was perfect. Uh, it's it's stripped down. It's not this big production. It's not a bridge over troubled water. It's just a perfect, you know, you know, cut really raw, stripped down, like you said, piano and a little 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 orchestration there. Um, and the, the lyric, I mean, his vocals too. I mean, you really feel what he what the emotion in his voice when he's singing that. And that's kind of the song that is great for his vocals now you know i mean we, we yeah. talk about his vocals and how maybe weak they're getting um you know these kind of songs with with um you know with uh what's the one from uh new that i that i talk about uh damn it why am i drawing a blank anyways um but anyways his, his vocals are great for on that and um I, I love it. So my my 18 is end of the end. It's just so emotional. You get you get choked up every time you hear Oof. it. And unfortunately, you know, that day is going to come because, you know, death is what, batting a thousand. Um, and we lost Dylan again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Dylan, turn, be, on is... mobile, turn on the mobile hotspot. <laughs> oh, and I think, wait, we've got, we've got another, we've got another guest here. Susan finally figured it out. So let's add Susan, Susan to, all Let's right. add Susan to uh, Winner's Row here. Come on down. All right. Uh -huh. And Dylan's back hey. again. Hey. Hey. Susan. hey. And Dylan. Wow, oh, man. And Dylan. Ed's got the center square. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything. Susan, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. We just need two more for the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yes. That's it. Susan, well, I'm, well, I'm at 18, but we're going to let you get to your, your – you're going we're going to let you tell us our, your, your 20 or 19 so you can catch up real quick. Oh, okay. Uh, 20 I've got here today. 19 wow. I've got dominoes. Excellent. Wow. We were tied there. Dominoes we were just 19. talking about that. Now, was that yep. your, your favorite track from, uh, from each of station as well? No, my favorite track is at 18. Wow. Well, we're going to have to get to that in a second. <laughs> so my, my 18 was, um, end of the end, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, queen, queen, you're, you're next at for 18. Okay. For 18, I have coming up, but I'm sorry. I know this isn't the cool thing to say anymore, but I've always liked the live version better. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, in fact, you're going, this is going to be a refrain, uh, in my list that, I have other songs that I'm going to say the live version. Okay. Um, yeah, well, this is one. Oh, what time? No, no, go ahead. No, oh, no. oh, no. Uh, just that, yeah, I just always like the live version. I love the energy, um, you know, the crowd getting into it. Uh, Paul's vocals, I, I, you know, he just does that, you know, that roughness to his voice in this. And it's just, you know, the energy on this is just off the charts. And I've just always preferred the live, you know, the live version. I mean, the, the, I like the studio, too, but... I'm sorry. I just, you know, just the live one. It's the first I one I, version I ever heard. Not, and that's an, that's an opinion you don't hear anymore too many kid. Most people like the the studio one over the I live know, one. So I know. I know it's not cool. It's not cool. No, anymore. but that's the version. That's the version you heard and fell in love with. So you got to say number one. Right. That's the version that with the number one as well. Exactly. It's what I fell in love with. So I have hey, to go okay. with the live version. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, um, Susan. It is your turn for 18. Number 18, Frank Sinatra's Party. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> I love that song. I loved it the first time I heard it. 
Excellent. Oh nice man, pick. in the top in the top twenty all time. That is brave. Yeah. Very good for you. Yeah. <laughs> now, Susan, how long have you been a solo McCartney fan? Since uh, nineteen seventy. Okay. <laughs> I'm a I'm a first generation Beatle fan. Right. Yes. Yeah, really. <laughs> We're not worthy. <laughs> We're not. Sullivan show whole nine yards. <laughs> now, did you start buying stuff as they were coming out? Um, the very first 70? record. Oh yeah, yeah. I bought them all along the way. Um, okay. You know, wow. and I bought all the Beatle records along the way. My the very first record I got in 1964 was "She Loves You" on Swan, 45. Wow. Yeah. Now. Do you still have it? Oh, yeah. Still plays. Wow. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of pops and scratches, but it still plays. That's awesome. Okay. Where are we at? We're with Ed, number 18. All right. Well, I hate to, especially after such a great track like that, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you talk about overplayed for most hardcore fans. I, I can't deny the power of the song. I'm going to go there, but yeah, band on the run. Okay. okay, that's fair. You know, fair enough, if I ever get out of here, you know, probably that, that middle section, probably the, the favorite of all time, but I can't deny the power of the song, and I, I have to put it on there. Okay, I, I appreciate that and respect that. Uh, you know, Tom Brennan, let's go with your 18. 18 is Silly Love Songs. Mm. Great bass part, great vocals, yes. and once again, yeah. orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. perfect. There you go, perfect. Tom. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Love it. Okay. Andy, 18. 18. We're going to a 1980s B-side, and that would be the B-side to Once Upon a Long Ago, which will be Back on My Feet. Um, Excellent. Nice. Which is, uh, I think Tom brought it up, I think, a week or two ago. Back on My Feet is just one of those perfect songs that will put you in the right mood. It's it's bubbly. It's it's, it's poppy. The piano riff in it, you know, all those kind of British. Uh, there's a lot of British slang in that song, Plastic Mac and all that stuff. Right. And uh, it is the song just to put you in the right mood. You know, you can obviously tell where Elvis Costello brought his contribution to the song. Based upon hearing that demo that came out with the Flowers in the Dirt box set, he kind of refined the lyrics a little bit more. But the core of that song is just the is the is just the kick-ass piano bouncy melody. You know, how many days will the wet weather last? You know, all those things. You know, right. I absolutely, you know, absolutely love the the feel-good vibes of Back on My Feet for many many years. It's a song that'll put you in the in a great mood and uh, never ever tire of it. Excellent, love it, love it, love it. Okay, seventeen. Um, my favorite track from new and that's alligator um i think it's for me right up there catchiness with with the track new however i i i tend to like the lyrics better i love the falsetto uh side of when he does uh you know could you be the person for me would you you know dare to turn the key i love 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 that bit i love the the verses of the uh, of that too you know i want to come somebody to come home i can give my alligator too uh you know just a fun lyric fun line and uh just shows i think mccartney's playful side um because I, I just i think that's how i consider the song a fun playful you know silly you know sometimes maybe uh, but uh great stuff from mccartney and nice 17 is alligator uh, once again, so Kittle Tool, 17 oh. for you, please. All right. I'm, I'm loving all these in the comments. Some of these that are mentioned, they're, they're 
they are coming up, no pun intended, in my list. Uh, <laughs> very soon. Uh, all right. Uh, number 17. Uh, maybe one that also isn't cool, but good night tonight. I love the bass. The wow. bass on this song is killer. Yeah, I mean, it is killer. Yeah. Love the percussion. And Lawrence Juber's flamenco guitar. I mean, mm. come on. I, yeah. I, I just uh, love all of it. And uh, it, it's just something I fell in love with for, for the first time I heard it. And, you know, if you want to call it disco, fine. But it, I mean, to me, it's it's just a well put together song, well produced, um, you know, catchy lyrics, and and just beautifully played. Excellent, great pick. Can't go wrong with that. Susan, you're 17, please. Well, mine is uh, "Dear Friend" from Wildlife, and okay. I like uh, I like the version on the album, and I also like the. Uh, download that they had on the McCartney site, the orchestra up version. That was really good too, but so I, you know, album one, probably preferable. Got you. Now, did you get a sense that that song was about John when, when you first hearing it? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. Back at the time, back in the day, that's, <laughs> uh, it was pretty, it was all pretty clear. You know, it was pretty clear about how do you sleep? It was pretty clear about you know, dear friend. Even though okay. I know, apparently, dear friend predates. Right. Yes. Uh, how, yeah, how do you sleep? sleep? Yep. Very yeah. true. Okay. Very good. Ed, you're 17. All right. My number 17. Well, the album version, but this has previously been mentioned. Uh, Letting go. Sizzling track from Venus and Mars. It just always shines. You know, it's a great little rocking track. I've I've always enjoyed it. You know, I uh, didn't get to hear the single version until the uh, until the box set came out, but I've always enjoyed the album version. Great track, great vocals overall. All right, cool. Tom, uh, my number seventeen is "High High High," the studio version. Okay, uh, I just love the slide guitar on that. It's amazing. Yeah, and, and um, guitar playing on it. Isn't it great? Um, Polygon or Bodygun? What do you think it is? Polygon. Okay. <laughs> Polygon because it makes more sense with Sea Moon. They're right. both sheep. Yeah. Yep. There you mm. go. I love it. Okay. Um, Andy, 17 for you. 17 for me. Going to go a little sentimental here. And I'm going with um, Here Today from the Tug of War album um, okay. for obvious choices. Because at the end of the day, despite all the crap, and who wrote what and who did what? It's about John and Paul and why we love, both love both of these guys. And he doesn't say it any better than he does in that song. Uh, and man, it just, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard, you know, it tugs on the heartstrings, that song, you know? And uh, right. for obvious reasons, I think it's worthy of a number, number, a top 20 selection. I hope somebody else has it, maybe in their top 20. I think it's definitely up there, you know? Um, right. For sure, you know, and if I said I really knew you well, what would the answer be? It's everything. Everything right. about it is uh, should be all in the top 20. And uh, God, yeah. Again, one that actually I can't listen to all that often, to be honest with you, but it should right. be in there. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Uh, Ringo Rama, have you got uh, 20 to uh, yeah. 17 you want to knock out real quick? Okay. Uh, number 20 is this loving game. Pre B-side from uh, Chaos Era. 
Okay. Number 19, House of Wax. My favorite from Memory Almost Full. Number 18, Only Our Hearts from uh, the Kiss on the Bottom Era. Number 17, Wanderlust. One of those classics from Tug of War. So you go with the Tug of War version? Yeah. Okay. Great. Mm -hmm. All right. Going to 16 now. Here we go. Um, the, the studio version, uh, going with uh, the album closer, 1985. This song just cooks, 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 cooks for me. Um, you know, I just love the, the beginning piano riff. I, I love his vocals throughout this. But, you know, the, the best part for me really is the searing guitar solos at the end of the track. It just really shows... Um, McCartney as, as a guitarist, I think he just really shines. And um, man, I cannot get tired. I know it's on the album that uh, we all have maybe have fatigue factor on that, but 1905 just. But no there. way. Uh uh. Yeah. There's no fatigue yeah. factor on that song. You don't get fatigue in that song. It just cooks. Uh uh. It uh -uh. just cooks too much. And uh, Psychos Platters, nice to see you, buddy. Thanks for popping in. Uh, Kittle Tool, your 16, please. 1985. Just oh. missed the top 20. Oh, just Oh, man. That's one of the ones I, I had to painfully cut. Uh, oh, oh man all right number 16 uh this is one that you guys um i think you guys mentioned it uh last week and uh and i was like oh this is gonna make my top 20 is a uh, heart of the country oh um, right. okay. I, I love heart of the country um you know sentimental favorite for me whenever i am driving and visiting wisconsin uh driving in the rural you look areas, high and they look low <laughs> you can everywhere to go when you're driving <laughs> i i always blast this song it's just charming uh i love paul's you know, sort sort of country tunes, uh, and and this is my favorite. It's so simple, you know, yeah. but it works. Love is scatting, um, and uh, I I just this has always just been a personal favorite of mine. So Excellent. heart of the country for me. Excellent. That was sixteen. Moving right along, Susan, you're sixteen, please. Well, it's been brought up before. Silly love songs. Oh. Just a great a great song, great bass line, and. Uh, you know, deserves uh, deserves a high place in his canon. Mm. Absolutely. Yes, I, I agree 110%. Ed, 16, please. All right, 16. I'm going to go with Footprints, uh, just a mesmerizing and hypnotic ballad from Press to Play 1986. I think the lyrics, the imagery of the snow, everything, yes. just an amazing song. Really a mm. very underlooked gem in his career in, in my view oh white blankets uh yes <laughs> great track great track uh tom you're 16 please band on the run studio tom. version okay now was there ever did fatigue factor ever enter into you into you are into your um you know picking this song for for the use are is it a song that you can listen to when, as, as many times as you want yeah, I don't get fatigue on that one. Um, other okay. songs like "Let Him In," that that one I got fatigue on. Okay, but this is but the track that's not on the run. Cause there's so many different parts to it. Right. Okay. Very good. I like it, and I respect that. I mean, listen, 
Ban the run, number one hit. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with having it in your top twenty. I definitely agree with you. Uh, Ringo Rama, sixteen. Number sixteen, daytime, nighttime suffering. Hmm. It's just one of his best B sides. It really should have been on back to the egg. Okay. Excellent. Yes, it should have. Yeah. Andy, sixteen. Sixteen for me. Uh, sixteen for me. Okay, another single. Okay, and you knew this was going to be in there somewhere. Bam. Mary had a little lamb. Yes, it's in my top 20. Yes, it's in my top 20, people, and I don't care what you think. I love this song, and I, I, I have played this song in this 45 for decades, and I do not get tired of it. La la's, la la's, I'll have them all. Give me more of them. I love this song, and I don't care what anybody says. It's a top 20. That's a bold okay. statement, my friend. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on. The music uh, is great on that song. Listen, uh, read uh, Adrian Allen's and Alice's yes. song. And that's a yes. great point, Tom Brennan. We had Adrian. It's actually pretty complex. It has a lot of key changes in it towards the last half of the song. And it's not as simple as you think it is. So yeah. that's why the awesomeness of this song is. Listen to how it's structured, especially the second half of the song, where the key changes really go up. That's where it, that's where it excels. Do you have Excellent. the alternate hey. version? The one yes. they, do you have the German version too? I think it's German. Yeah, it's a little longer. Yeah. Yep. It's oh, a little wow. longer phase. So yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a longer version. So yeah, that's in my top twenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey. Each their own. Um, 15. We're going to 15. Um, my 15 is, I think, the song that should have been the first single off uh, Back to the Egg and then Battle Through Me. Uh, I just love, you know, yes. Um, lyrically, it's great. I think uh, Cardinal's singing is great. I just love the synth uh, work in, the, in that track and, uh, you know, love the video for it as well. And, uh, you know, Paul's vocals are just so smooth. Uh, in, in, on that track. And uh, like I said, I, I think this could have done better uh, as the leadoff single rather than uh, the second single. Um, but hey, you know what? We can't uh, we can't turn back the clock, can we? So uh, 15 for me is Arrow Through Me. Love, love, love that track. Kittle Tool, you're 15, please. Okay, number 15, Ballroom Dancing, the Broad Street version. Ah, wave yes. the sword! Wave the sword! sword yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just first of all, this is just a great song anyway. But, uh, but I just thought the uh, the Broad Street version had a little more punch to it uh, for some reason. I just thought uh, that um, I, I just always, and maybe it's because I, I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember if it's the first version I heard of, uh, and it may have been. Uh, but I've just always, for some reason, thought it had a little, little more oomph to it. But uh, but just a fun, fun song, you know. Great rocker, and right. uh, I've just always enjoyed the lyrics. I, I just think yes. you know, Paul, such fun, um, you know, ball and dancing made a man of me. Yeah, you know, just, yeah sailing, uh, love sailing, you know, sailing down the Nile in a china cup. You know, just love. just great stuff. <laughs> yeah. Love, always love the track. Excellent. Um, 15 for Susan. Well, some people love it. Some people hate it. But uh, for me, it's not Christmas till I hear wonderful Christmas time. Wow. That's my number 15. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
You go, Susan. I love it. Hey. <laughs> that almost made my top 20, so I'm with wow. you. Hey. <laughs> love it. I love it. Excellent. Wow. All right, Ed. 15. All right. Number 15 for me. Uh, amazing Rings Rocker off of London Town. This should have been a top 10 hit, in my opinion. I've had enough. Great song, great rocker. Wow. I also enjoy the okay. video off of it. Wow. Amazing song. Okay, excellent. Tom, 15, buddy. No words from the Band on the Run album, written by Danny Good. Lane. Wow. I think Paul wrote the bridge on that oh, one. Awesome. Love the, song, love the guitar right? solo at the end, but it's it's too short. It should have kept going. It is. Right. Yeah. This is that's one of those songs that like feeling yeah. groovy, you know, um, from Paul, you know, from Simon and Garfunkel, where it's it's like it's under two minutes long, and you're like one more verse or something, please, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no words is definitely way too short as well. Okay, Ringo Rama, what do you got for fifteen? Number fifteen. No Values from Broad Street, one of his best rock wow. ever, Ooh. especially the one with the reprise at the end. It's so sad yeah. that that reprise, you really think they're going to come into a rock and then it just closes out. Right. <laughs> Some Broad Street love. I'm enjoying this. Oh, it's happy. It's happy. It's real happy. He's very happy. Anyways, Tony, can you, uh, you want to, how you doing, first of all? Can we? Uh, looks like your audio's not working. Yeah. Your audio's not working. You're a little sluggish there, bud. Uh, well, he's moving now, you, but I can't. Uh, now yeah, can you just got a delay. Kind of delay. <clears throat> Try one yeah. more time. Okay, you hear me? Yeah, uh, we hear you, but you're in a little bit of a delay. Yeah, try coming out and come back in, Tony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, try coming out and come back in. Okay. Okay. So, Carry on. Uh, Andy, Andy, that leaves 15 for you. B-side time again, and we're going with Wings, and we're going with the B-side, the Mall of Kintyre Girls School. One ah, of the best rockers of all time. <laughs> Absolutely best. Crazy lyrics. He would, he would never probably like to defend them now, you know, as his 80-year-old man, what he's talking about. But, right. man, this is, this, is, this is a great example of Wings being able to rock. Wait a minute. No, it. it's in the lyrics book. Of course he's going to talk about it now. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we'll, I guess, I guess we'll find out when we go digging through that sucker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, a great example of the Wings harmonies and effect here with the ahs and stuff like that right. sprinkled throughout this song. Masterfully done. That's Wings classic, uh, the sound on this. You know, one of the last examples of Wings rocking out with Jimmy McCulloch as a member of the band yes. as well, hip. too. Hip. So absolutely love Girls School. Hip, hip. Hooray. <laughs> hip, hip. <laughs> hip, hip. All right. That's 15. Now we're moving to 14, and I'm starting it off with the track that uh, started a little bit of a controversy a couple days ago, <laughs> and we're going with uh, too many people. And, oh, boy. Uh, yes. It's just always been um, a, a, a track that I've always gravitated towards when listening to Ram. Um, just like the, you know, too many people this, too many people that, and, you know. Now, is it um, piece of cake or piss off cake? 
well, if you play it really, you know, if you listen to it with headphones, like Paul suggests in this little clip, it's piss off cake, you know, which, which I think he clearly says. But, uh, but you know, I love that. You know, this was your first last mistake. You took your lucky break and broken in two. Um, you know, all good stuff. From Paul and uh, just a, just a great track altogether. Uh, too many people at number fourteen for me. Uh, Queen, hit it. All right, number fourteen, Wonderlust, the mm. tug of war version. I was just going to ask you which version. Ring a rum, I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, yeah, beautiful song. Even though I couldn't believe when when later found out he was writing about being denied. Yes. For smoking pot. Like, really? I thought yeah, it was right. this all these years, this majestic no. tale. Just another, just another drug bust. Just another drug bust. <laughs> but that's okay. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous song. Uh, love the orchestration. Paul's uh, vocals on that are, are just stunning. Um, and uh, love the melody. It's just one of my, my all-time favorites from him. Excellent. Love it. That's uh, what fourteen was it? Yes, fourteen. Yes. Susan, mm -hmm. Susan, fourteen for you. Well, Tom, you said it. Too many people. Ah, That's my excellent. <laughs> Same reason. It's it's, it's it's fun. It's funny when you know who who, who would expect to to match a song with anybody. You know, because when you give somebody a list like this, you you figure it's going to be completely opposite of what you've got. You know, so that's it's why I love these lists so much. And that's one of those songs. Really it, songs. So right. many songs. So that's many. A great when I when I first heard that song, I didn't know the the anti John connection to it. I just liked it as a song. So right. when you listen to it, if you don't know the connotation behind it and just listen to it as a piece of music, and you don't know the, the meaning behind it, it it might change your view. That's mm -hmm. how I first came right. to listen to it. it. Was I didn't know there was a war going on at the time. I just liked it as a, you know that was your first mistake and all that stuff. I right. liked it. It just sounded good. Right. <laughs> Excellent, Ed. Fourteen, buddy. All right, number fourteen. Tommy's coming home. The nineteen eighty seven oh. demo version. Wow. Very nice Does, that Does that count? Does that count? It was it. Are you talking about the archive version? Yeah, the archive version. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The the archive version. So the the one that's on the box set. The uh, <laughs> just very great acoustic guitars. You know, very. I don't know. Kind of Everly Brothers, I guess would, would be yes. the, the word yeah. for it. But right. you know, just a really, really great acoustic track. Very enjoyable. Yes. So yes, it's it's really grown on me. No, I. I how that and 20 fine fingers were not used on either of those guys' albums in that period just is just jaw dropping. Tom Brennan, 14, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you've done it, wow. Tom. <laughs> he, 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 he had enough. He had enough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll try to, we'll see if he pops back into the uh, stream. We'll let him on. Uh, okay. Tony's popped that. Tony's popped in backstage. Now. Let's see if we can get a better connection out of Tony here before we uh, continue. Right. Tony, give us a give us a talk of minute. Let's just test it. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. All right, we hear. We can hello. hear you. Yeah, a little bit uh, of a delay, okay. but we can hear you. But we're gonna before we get to you, Tony. Let's go to uh, Ringo Rama know. and get his fourteen. 
Number 14, Maybe I'm Amaze. One of those one of those songs just never gets old. Which right. version there, Ringo? We're talking the studio version. The Excellent. Right <laughs> okay. Okay. Very good. Tony, you got uh, you got a couple seconds to give us your 20 to 14, buddy. All right. 20 is Junior's Farm, 74. 19 is a B-side. Fuck you to fly is my 19. Eight. Uh, oh, no. Sorry, <laughs> Tone. It's, it's, uh, I can't, we can't hear you, man. We don't see you either. <laughs> Tom, are you muted? Can't hear you, Tom. Yeah, we're not having a very good luck with connections here tonight. Uh, well, for most people, Susan's been a home right. run, and Kit, Kit's been a home yeah. run, and Ed's been fine. And so yeah, does Ringo so, Rama. So mm -hmm. uh, apologize to everybody watching, you know, Unfortunately, sometimes this stuff happens. And Tom's back. Here you go. Here you go. Farrell's got the Farrell's got the line of the night here from Queen. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, too funny. Tom, what was That's your fourteen, it. buddy? What was your fourteen, brother? Sorry, my my audio went out. I couldn't hear. Okay, what's your fourteen, buddy? Um, my 410 was Wanderlust from Tug of War. Mm, tug of War version. Okay. Interesting choices. Yeah, everyone's yep. going with that one. I love yep, it. Yep, we match. Okay. We match. <laughs> All right, Andy, go ahead, buddy. What, 14? Yes. Someone's gone out fishing, someone's high and dry. Beautiful night, 1997. <laughs> Beauty. Yes. Yeah. Um, the only, the, actually, the only song from the 1990s or the 2000s in my top 20, actually, right here. Wow. Everything else was everything else was 70s and 80s. But um, Beautiful Night, man, kind of Paul's, one of the last Paul's songs he wrote while Linda was still alive. Great video, great message, um, done in 86 and done so well with the George Martin orchestration. Beautifully done, of course, on Flaming Pie in 1997. So, right, yes, right. Totally worthy of a top it's 20. Definitely, it's definitely one of those tracks that I'm glad that he – held on to you know it just wasn't you know marinated enough back in 86 87 yep. you know so i'm glad he you know let the continue to let it uh you know stew in the back pocket and then bring it back <coughs> excuse me yep all right so that was 14 we're on the 13 now i'm with the studio or the, not the studio the album length the full length version if you will and that's uh with the little luck for my 13 long version Love the the synth uh, middle section of that. I mean, I just it just you know it just excites me. I love the positivity of this song. Uh, you know, you you play the song, you just get a smile on your face. Um, you know, everything about this song. And excuse me, one second, guys. Sorry about that. Um, still batting a little bit of a cold, but um, everything about the song is 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 perfect uh, in my opinion. Number one hit uh, to go with. Album, uh, not bad, uh, back in '78. So, Kit, all right, yeah, good choice there. Number 13 here today. Um, oh. I, yeah, just uh, what a tearjerker. I mean, the first time I heard this, I, I just uh, and and to this day, um, you know, I still tear up when when I hear this, and it's just such a simple, you know, simple arrangement, um, to the point. 
lyrics, uh, just so heartfelt. Uh, when he started playing this in concert, I, I was just thrilled because I, I thought, you know, what took him so long to uh, yeah. to play? I mean, it's what a it was a buried gem for far too long. So, one of my all time favorites. Hmm. Excellent. Uh, can't go wrong. Can't Ringo go wrong. Ringo Ramo, we're going with you, buddy. Ringo. Number 13, Your yes. Loving yep. Flame, Driving Rain. Oh, wow. So just one of his okay. best ballads. He's got so many ballads I could have chosen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're on that level. They're on that, they're on that just classic. Oh, that's a great ballad, and it's another example. Good, good pick. Could have been the same time next year. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Excellent. Susan? Uh, my number 13 is Some Days. That always brings a tear to my eyes, you know. It's uh, such a plaintive song. Yeah. Some days I look with you that with you mm -hmm. and you with eyes that shine. I love it. Very, mm -hmm. very emotional. Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah, now I'm going to get a little teary-eyed. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ed, your turn, buddy. All right. Well, number 13 for me, Beware My Love. Uh, just a great deep track for Speed of Sound. Paul's just really belting out the song. I never get tired of hearing this track. Just the right. vocals, everything in top form. Just, mm. yeah. Excellent. All, whatever, you know, six minutes of it, whatever. I, you could have extended it even more, in my opinion, but that's just me. Excellent. Tom Brennan, 13. Rock Show from the Venus and Mars Archive Collection. Oh, version yes. one, the yes. long seven-minute version. Yes! Wow! Oh, the, oh, the, oh, the long, the okay, the the, wow. the after that version, very cool. Paul wails on that, and yes, great loose jam. I actually love that pick. Excellent. Andy, I had a hard team. time picking between that and the other art outtake. Okay. Both yeah. of them are pretty good. But was that the version where the uh, where the verses are reversed a little bit? The lyrics are reversed there, Tom. Where on um, rock show or no? I'm trying to remember. I know he, yeah. he some of the verses are inverted on that uh, on that one of the one of those versions on the box set. Uh, yeah. I wasn't sure. I don't remember. The ver uh, don't remember that being different. Um, okay. okay. Listen to it. Yeah, I'm not sure. All right. Andy, thirteen, buddy. Thirteen um, for me. My list here. Okay, I'm going um, to Red Rose Speedway, and it's not the medley. I'm going with "Get on the Right Thing," um, the third track. Um, love "Get on the Right Thing" from the Ram era. Man, that song just kicks. I absolutely love "Get on the Right Thing." Guitar playing on it, the vocals, screaming vocals on it. Um, "Get on the Right Thing," you just just an awesome early, early heavier wings song. Love "Get on the Right Thing." Love it, love it, love it, love it. Believe me, it's so. That's yes, right. Good, good, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That's All not right, the last one from Red Rock Speedway, though. Uh, of course it's not. <laughs> 12. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm on Red Rock Speedway right now at 12. And this is this is the song Henry McCullough is going to be known for. Uh, for the rest of time, and that's my love. I still get a kick out of the track, my love. Uh, I just think that 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 guitar solo from Henry is just very moving. Um, the whoa woes don't bother me a bit. I'll take even another <laughs> another round of whoa whoa woes. Do you like whoa whoa woes or do you like la 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 las? I mean, which ones do you like? Uh, whoa woes like? were a lot. Whoa whoa woes I like a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, yeah, only my love holds the other key to me. Love it. 12, my love. Kit. All right. I'll tell you, so many of the songs you guys have been mentioning, I was like, that almost made my top 20. That almost made my top 20. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, number 12, let's go down to Junior's Farm. I love Junior's Farm. How fun is that? And, um, you know, just uh, just this rollicking great, uh, great beat. And uh, Jimmy McCullough's uh, debut uh, yep. with that. Ah. Oh, Great, great blazing great blazing guitar. guitar solo on it take me down take exactly. me down jimmy oh. oh take me down jimmy i mean you know what an incredible guitarist he was and i mean he just comes in blazing on this one so um always love junior's farm so yeah yep Excellent. that's my, my pick we're getting some we're getting some heavy hitters tonight boy we're getting that's we're getting right. the biggies <laughs> all right ringo let's hear it buddy. Number 13 for me is Long Lever Coat from Off the Ground Era. Whoa! One of Paul's best rockers, and it's probably the best song for those sessions, in my opinion. Absolutely, man. Oof. It's definitely one of the better rockers from that, uh, from those sessions. The one that archive collection. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. It's cool, man. (laughs) He just doesn't like the album. He don't like the album, so don't listen to him. It's a good one. No, Ringo says he wants that CD. I, t- I told him to keep dreaming. Oh, this? I want a four CD yeah. version, nice big box, huge book. Right. It's coming, and Tom It'll will buy happen. it, and he'll, and he'll really like it, too. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Susan, your turn. 12, well, I think. About, yeah, number 12, I love the ballads, so mine is um, Once Upon a Long Ago. Wow, excellent. <laughs> I can see Andy likes that one too. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Andy. Now, Susan, which version of that song do you like? Do you like all versions? Because there's like a four minute single, then there's the maxi single version, which is about six and a half minutes, which is a little longer. Which one do you prefer? I like them all. I actually have a single on CD, and so I'm not sure which version that is, but. And Probably I know the this world. one. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I have the album version too. Or the right, well, there was a, right, well, there was a, yeah, and that's probably the one that has the six minute version on there with the longer mm-hmm. solo, the longer violin solo on it on the outro. Um but yeah, you can't, the one I'm you thinking, can't, yeah. The one I'm thinking about is a CD single uh, yep. version. Yeah. Susan, Ooh. I bet you've got a great collection that I would just love to see. I have just about everything, actually. Uh, wow. Yeah, and I, you know, I bought the stuff as it came out, so I've right. got maxi singles on vinyl, and now, you know, and pretty. Let me ask. Let me ask you a quick question, Susan. That song did not get released in the United States. So back in the '86 or '87, how did you? How did you? Were you made aware that that song was available to buy? You know, I guess I heard it. You know, I've always listened to shortwave radio. Um, I had a shortwave when I was a kid, and I used to listen to the World Service of the BBC, and they would okay. play a lot of stuff. Um, but, you know, I heard it from one way, one, one means or another. I would buy things, you know, there's no such thing as eBay. I no, buy right. things, uh, there was a, uh, a British uh, website that sold stuff called Esprit, which I now, I think it's called EIL now. Yes, but okay. I got a lot of things from them. Oh, okay, okay. About that time Excellent. frame. 
Cool. Okay. Very cool. Ed, number 12, buddy. All right, number 12. Well, it's already been mentioned, so I don't know how much I can add to this, but with a little luck, yes, the full album version. That's uh, that's just a given. Again, just soaring track, wonderful middle synth break. That's always been a favorite part of mine, just like with other folks. It's a whole mood, as they say, you know, just that, especially that middle synth part. Just give right. me the full version, no edited version at all. Just wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the drums, kind of the drums underpinning the synth in the middle of the song. Amazing. Excellent. There have been there have been times when I picked the needle up and just replayed that synth solo over and over and over and over and over again. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. Tom, it's the truth. Live and let die. Excellent. Studio version. Or single version. Excellent. Single. Now, did you see the movie when it first came out? The, uh, because of the song, or were you a Bond fan anyways? No, I, I was too young to see that when it first came out, but I was watching, a, a, when I was old enough in high school, I watched the other Bond movies, and eventually it was on TV, and I saw it on TV okay. in gotcha. you know, later years, in the 80s. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, there you go. Show me. Vivian hey. as well. There you go. Excellent. Up. <laughs> All right. Andy, finish out, finish us out on number twelve, please. Staying with Red Rose Speedway, and we're going with uh, the side one closer, the lovely little lamb dragonfly. Uh, uh, not surprised. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some more la las for me, and uh, it's beautifully, <laughs> beautifully uh, played guitar. A song that I think we've learned that um, um, Denny Sywell had a lot to do with as well. Now uh, working with it with the archive, I said he, he contributed a lot to that song. And uh, man, just a great song, great production, great strings on it. You know, a song. It's another great ballad, another great ballad, and a longer, a little bit of a longer one. But man, yeah, it just kind of just you could. The song just ends and floats off into nowhere. I love right. it, love it. Excellent, nice pick, buddy. Nice pick. Uh, okay, we're going to eleven. We're getting close to the top ten. So eleven with me is the single that never was, that should have been. Uh, my, uh, maybe I'm amazed. I'm really surprised. <clears throat> Excuse me. That it was uh, that it was a single. It's just you know, classic. Uh, a lot of people consider it the the best solo song. Of his uh, definitely considered a, a top top track from McCartney has ever written. Whether you want to put it as a Beatle uh, track or or solo, stuff, you know, one of the best of all time. That the car solo uh, really kicks from Paul. I just love it. And, um, you know, again, you really feel the love in his voice when he's singing uh, that, that track for Linda. And uh, he really means it. Uh, maybe I'm amazed, uh, number 11 for me. And excuse me while I take another one of these damn hauls. <laughs> <laughs> Queen, let's go to uh, 11, please. All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's, uh, <laughs> it's my love. Uh, one of his best ballads. It's uh just beautiful so heartfelt um you know everything you were saying tom that that guitar solo that iconic solo in the middle i yeah. mean that just uh you know it's, it's you just can't beat it and um you know it, it's just one of i think one of paul's finest vocal performances and uh I, it just never gets old for me i i really right. i i just still love listening to it to this day excellent i appreciate that Absolutely. Uh, Ringo. My number 11 is So Bad from Pipes of Peace. 
definitely just one of his best ballads. You know, Ringo just has that complete drum. It's just on mm. the time. Yep. Got the whole Beatle thing going on in that song. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yes. Excellent. Good pick, buddy. Yes. Susan. Uh, mine is uh, Mull of Kintyre. Oh. I just love the bagpipes. I've always loved bagpipes. So, okay. And I'm not Scottish, so but I still love them. That's <laughs> great. You think of the Glenn Campbell version. Yeah, I like that one too. I think he does a great job. Um, and he plays the bagpipes. He won up the Carnegie. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know he won that. Up on that. Yes. Oh, I, I did think not he's know that. Alive. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ed, go ahead, buddy. All right, number eleven for me. Well, this has been brought up before, but. Back on my feet. Uh, you know, again, 1987 Elvis Costello McCartney collaboration. It would have fit perfectly as a new track on at least the US version of All the Best and a top 10 hit that should have been, bar none. Just, just completely, it hits a lot of the right notes. So, absolutely. I'm, I'm absolutely surprised that, you know, that they didn't include it on, on All the Best. Okay, cool. Tom? Paul and Ringo from Flaming Pie and Beautiful Night. Excellent. Great choice. Yeah. Excellent. Tony, you want to give us your number 11? My number 11 is Tug of War, the title track. Nice. Okay. Okay. Mm. Very good. Very good. All right, Andy, close us out on number 11. Great right? anti-war song. <laughs> Uh, number 11 for me, going to Ram, and I'm going with Dear Boy. Uh, oh, wow. Going with Dear Boy. P purely purely for the, um, you know, the, the, again, the production on that, the vocal work, the harmonies, you know, there's so much, that is such a, a, a massive workout in uh, terms of vocal exercises and right. everything on that. Very Beach Boy-ish, that, that track. Um, again, we forget about what it means, whoever, it just is a great song. Uh, everything about that song a little bit of a, it's a high high praise for a, a deeper cut on ram for sure but uh you know absolutely love dear boy and how it ends with the falsetto you know again which he does so well with so many of his songs either falsetto or falsetto or rocking out and that's just a great song with that one beautiful yeah. harmonies yes yeah. absolutely gorgeous harmonies mm -hmm. Linda's doing the love was there bit, you know, just just great. And it's funny that because I just now thought, I wonder how what was Linda's take on that track as as Paul's reading that, and you know, he's describing, well, this is this, you know, I I won, you know, your your ex had his chance, but you know, he lost you, so this was kind of like almost like a cocky tune, yeah, you know, it's Paul's celebration, if you will. Uh, for winning, uh, for winning Linda's heart. But okay, guys, top ten, guys and ladies, uh, top ten. Here we go. Let's go try to move this all along a little bit quicker now. Um, yes. Speed. Uh, number ten. It's been said a couple times already. Beautiful night. Uh, I think it should have been the album closer on, on Flaming Pie, but whatever it is, Great Day is a great track. Don't get me wrong. Um, but yes, the the Ringo connection. You know, obviously you know, George Martin is there. Um, I love that Paul, you know, worked, you know, held on to the song a little bit and then brought it back, uh, dusted the cobwebs off, worked on it a little bit more. Ringo, Ringo's contribution to this track is just phenomenal. I, I just don't think this song would have 
would have been as great as it as it is without Ringo's contributions. Uh, he really was a big part of this this song, uh, in in my opinion. So my top, my number ten is "Beautiful Night." Queen, kick us off with your top ten. Okay, number ten, take it away. Um, one of my all-time favorites, the bass line, those gorgeous lush harmonies, that George Martin production, how can you go wrong? Can't. Excellent. Love it. Absolutely. Ring, Ringo. Number 10, going back to Pipes of Peace, Keep Undercover. Just oh, I love rock. it. I love it. it <laughs> keep Undercover is in rock. somebody's top 10. I love it. <laughs> and, you know, that might only be from someone his age. You know, because he's going right. back and listening yep. to all this stuff. I love it. Years. You know, even someone like me who and, and Kit, Kit and I, we discovered it in the 80s. Here's yes. someone that's discovered it, like, what, four or five years ago? Lucas? Yeah. I mean, I, I started listening to it like two years ago. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's some more wow. interesting books on my top ten list. Oh, I, I'm sure. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Susan, let's go, girl. Uh, from Ram, Monkberry Moon Delight. Oh, wow. That's, a, that's <laughs> screaming ball at his best. <laughs> yes, it certainly is. Piano up his nose. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, Ed, number 10. Well, already mentioned, but take it away. A deserving top 10 hit, complemented by a very memorable video with Linda, Ringo, and George Martin. As a kid, getting to see it on MTV, fellow Gen X here, you know, getting to see it real time, yep. always stuck in my head. Both the video and the song, amazing. Great. Your pop. Yes. Tom, number 10 for you, buddy. Just tell me to press. Wow. Ooh. Love hey. that song. And the first Kids time happy. I heard it, <laughs> every time that video came on MTV, <laughs> I had to watch it. I just love that video. It's the best. It's such a great video. It makes the song even better. It makes the song even better. Agreed. Absolutely. Excellent. Great pick there, Tom Brennan. Okay. Tony, you know what 10 for you, buddy? My 10, Mull of Kintyre. Ah, classic. Classic. Excellent. Very catchy song. Love that I love the lyrics. It's so catchy. I want to I wanna go wherever that is. Mull of Kintyre. <laughs> I don't know where it is, but I want to go there. <laughs> it's the mole. It's the mole. It's the mole. It's the mole, man. <laughs> All right, Andy, end the top ten for us, buddy. Uh, top ten for me, uh, going with the Broad Street version of Wanderlust. Uh, we, wow. We've heard we've heard Wan we've heard Wanderlust mentioned a few times tonight. The tug of war version, but the Broad Street version. I'm going with Kit, our queen. I'm going with the Broad Street version. Mainly because we get to see Paul with Ringo and George Martin, and it's basically the Beatles, kind of, that whole vibe. And right. love the Broad Street version just a little bit more than the Tug of War version, ever so slightly. Counter melody, at its, counter melody at its best. All right. All right, here we go. Number nine for me is um, so bad. Uh, I think someone else has said it already. Ringo. Um, yeah, Ringo. Um, again, you know, Getting to see it real time, uh, sitting there at the, at the table with my grandma and grandpa, you know, explaining, you know, who these people were and, you know, telling me about my uncle who became, you know, the person that, uh, you know, uh, you know, coached me into this Beatles world 
the teenage years because he was a big Beatles, Beatles fanatic and he was uh, serving in the Air Force at the time. Uh, so uh, it was just a grand, amazing moment, you know, especially the video, you know, watching, uh, you know, Ringo and Paul go at it. I love uh, Ringo's uh, facial features, you know, during the video. It was just great. And I just love the moment when they're looking up. So that's, I think that's a, a time when a, a video kind of enhances the song a little bit um, sometimes. Um, but, uh, you know, I love the boy, I love you and, and stuff like girl, I love you and stuff like that. I think it's all great. Paul's uh, falsetto is wonderful and uh so bad is uh has always been a favorite of mine so number nine for me is so bad and uh kit great pick tom that's almost almost made my list too uh number nine normal no more lonely nights i've always oh, wow. loved i loved it it's, it's kind of a sentimental yeah i thought you'd like that ed uh always uh, always uh you know favorite of mine i mean i remember it so fondly when it came out i have the single bought it when it came out love that uh that guitar from uh, david gilmore um yes. just uh you know i love it you know how it starts you know kind of quiet and then builds to a crescendo just a yeah. great great single always always enjoyed it never never gets old for me <laughs> excellent ringo number nine uh friends to go from chaos wow yeah. I actually was in a call with Thank Tom you. like three months ago. I told him I'd never listen to Chaos. And now, like, multiple songs from it are in my top 50. Wow. So it's a great record, great song. It is a great record, absolutely. Great album. Susan? Uh, my number nine is Little Willow. I have uh, quite wow. a few from Flaming Pie, actually, in my top ten. And uh, ah. I just love, I love the sentiment behind right. it and the reason he wrote it. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, very moving. Absolutely. Mm. And, you know, and that's a song that you could, you know, use for anybody, too. I mean, yeah, we know yes. now we know who we wrote it for, but I mean, it could be for anyone, yeah. really. You know, that's the great thing about that song. It's not like you saying Maureen in the song, you know. It's, right. you great, know. great song of comfort, you know. Yes. Thank you. Perfect. Mm. Yes. Ed, number nine, number nine. Number nine, number nine. is no values. <laughs> I've taken up my piss in high society and a personal friend of Mr. Rolls and Royce. So just love the, uh, backs, the background behind it, being kind of like a Stone's Dream inspired rocker. It's always been one of my faves. Cool. Tom, number nine. Number nine is my favorite track of London Town. And that's one of the best Jimmy McCulloch guitar solos. And that's Cafe on the Left Bank. Yes! <laughs> I love it. Excellent. Yeah, that, that guitar solo was just ripping. Love that. Nice pick, Tom. Tony, number nine. Chaos is my favorite album ever. And my number nine is How Kind of You. Mm. Excellent. Nice, nice pick. Lofty yes. praise indeed. Amazing song. Yeah. Cool. Great lyrics. Excellent. Okay. I think yep. it's about G who must not be named. I'm not sure. You never know. And it's maybe uh anybody right. who's had somebody. Oh absolutely yeah. Very relatable. Just like um just like the song that uh, Susan was talking about, uh, Little Willow. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Andy, number nine. All right. Tom, you said it a few songs ago. Uh, 
Again, do not get tired of it. Saw him play it live for the first time in 2012, and that's 1985 from Band on the Run. I think that's the only song so far we've matched up, I think, in the top 20. I think, um, yep. man, don't get tired of it. Do you like the guitar stuff? I like the piano riff on it more and the organ. Yeah, that's right. That you, yeah. you know, I, I enjoy the whole thing, but the, the, the riff, the riff is just catchy as hell on that song. Yep. Right from the beginning. Absolutely. Right, yeah, right from the absolute beginning. Right so, on. 1985 yeah, at number nine. Excellent. Okay, we're going number eight. My eight, uh, Speed Along the Highway. Honey, I want it my way. Backseat <laughs> of my car uh, is, is my number eight. The song could have gone on for another 10 minutes. I know people give uh, yeah. Mac a hard time about you know not knowing when to uh, end the song from yeah. time to time. This one goes over, I think, the six-minute mark, if I remember correctly. Um, it could have gone on another six minutes. I'm, I'm no, fine it's only about four. It's I only just, about four and change. Is it, well, whatever. I mean, it's still, it still goes on. It seems like it's going on forever uh, with it all does. the different endings. Oh, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I, I love it. I mean, I could have had another 10 endings. It's like the uh, it's like the uh, the Lord of the Rings uh, ending. You know, it just kept on going. Going. And going. And, yeah, you didn't right. know it was going to end. Right. Right, exactly. So uh, I have um, backseat of my car. Uh, love it, love is love is vocals in this one too, and uh, you know all the harmonies, everything about this track is is awesome. So number eight, backseat of my car, Kit. Anybody who uh, sees enough of Talk More Talk or my other shows knows I I loves my R and B, so I love <laughs> Arrow Through Me. I just uh, that is a great great track. It's kind of Paul doing a little Stevie Wonder. Um, and, uh, and I just have always, uh, adored it, um, that baseline. And as you mentioned, uh, earlier, Tom, Paul's falsetto on that is, is perfect. I have never grown tired of that song. Excellent. Never. Ringo. I'm with, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you, kid. My number eight is the Playboy to a Man, 1988. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, that is Rocking Bass with Elvis Costello. It's the best interpretation of that song. The Elvis Costello version is a bit fast. I don't know but if it, you've heard well, the he Elvis. Also was kind of turning it into a bit of a joke, and this is just right. rocking it. Yeah. But, uh, wow, that's great. Love it. Susan? Uh, my number eight is Mama's Little Girl. It's uh, very simple and very sweet. I just love the way it's constructed. One of my favorite songs. Oh, yeah, crazy. I'm not gonna sing it, but uh, you know, gonna give me some time. Great guitar playing on it too, and just a great ballad, you know. And again, yeah, not a, out of place would not have been out of place on Wildlife or Red Rose. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Agreed. Still, we will remember Mama's little girl. Ed, eight. All right, number eight, Dominoes. I think it's a modern ah. masterpiece from Egypt yeah. Station in 2018. It would have been a classic if it was released earlier in Paul's career. Strongest track on the album by far. And that's a track like, I think it'd be considered a classic if it was one of the 70s too. You know, I, it's just a really strong song in my opinion. So, okay, Tom, number eight. This one was mentioned earlier. Get on the right thing from Red Rose Speedway. Like it. Like it, like it. I love it. I love it. Tony, Tony. 
My number eight is Same Love. Aha! One of his best ballads, I think. Gorgeous vocals. I love the piano. I think one of his best vocal performances ever. And I just discovered it a year ago. <laughs> and the piano is amazing. The high notes he hits in that song are amazing. It's just out of this world for me. It is a great song, and it's uh, featuring Nicky Hopkins on piano on that tune. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Andy, close us out on number eight. I'm going to Nashville. I'm going to Nashville, and I'm going with Junior. For, I'm going with Junior for Junior's Farm for uh, number nice. number eight. Uh, you've all, you've all, both of you said it already. No need to kind of add to it. It rocks. It's Paul. It's great. It's a great example of a Paul rocker, as there ever will be, and that's why it's in my top ten. Mm. Okay. okay. All right. Get to seven. Now, now. imagine if the song was a clunker to kick off the American leg of the 76 tour. Would it have hurt the tour at all? Maybe not, but maybe people weren't as excited to see Paul live. Silly, silly little song. Silly little songs is my seven. And I don't know why, if you guys can hear an echo from me or not. Yeah, I'm hearing yeah, I'm hearing it. Yeah, I'm hearing it. And from Tom? Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't have an echo from Tom. Okay. Well, anyway, Silly Love Songs is, is my number seven. I just think it's a perfect, perfect summer song, a perfect, perfect song to get excited for a concert tour. I mean, the summer tours, you know, this is, you know, this is perfect. Lyrically, it's not as best as And this, uh, echo is really, was really annoying me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't hear it. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing it. I hear it. Yeah. I hear it. I hear it. Anyways, so, so I'm going to stop talking. Silly Love Songs is my number seven. Uh, bass line is, is terrific. We all know that. Um, Kit, go ahead. Okay. okay. Uh, no. Oh, and I'm oh, echoing too. So, uh, number, <laughs> number seven, Silly Love Silly Songs. Love songs. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hold on. Does somebody, is somebody, somebody, somebody. somebody have YouTube on YouTube on? Yeah, yeah. So somebody needs to X out of YouTube. Yeah, make sure if anybody has something on, you know. Tony, um, can you X yeah. out of YouTube? I don't have it on. I have it on. No. Okay. Neither. All right. No. I'm gonna mute. I'm gonna mute everybody just for a second. Hold on. Okay. Uh, just to see if we can kind of isolate this issue here while we stand by with these technical difficulties here okay. as your producer in house here tries to work on this. <laughs> uh, Tom's right. muted. Right. Is it still there? Okay. okay. A little bit. A little it's bit. still there a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Let's mute Ed and Tom. Okay. Oh, um, I think it's Ed. Yeah. I think it's Ed because when I muted Ed, it got it got better. Yeah, I don't have anything. I don't have anything else on. No, he doesn't uh, have any tabs open. Okay, forget it. I know this is turning into a chain wreck, unfortunately. Let me see if I can just mute. Let me unmute Kitty. Let me. I gotta unmute Kitty here. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Queen. All right. All right. 
So, uh, so number seven is Silly Love Songs for Me, and um, Tom just put everything perfectly, so I'll just say one thing, one thing. Horngasm. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, what more is there to say? <laughs> All right, Ringo. All right, Ringo. Number seven, originally a flowers at things that I discovered on this guy. Same with Tony. Same love. Same love. Oh. Same love, I love that piano. Awesome pick. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. You got to unmute Susan. Yes, unmute Susan here. One sec there, Susan. Hold on. Sorry about that. Okay. Okay, Susan. Okay, I'm back. Uh, my seven is maybe I'm amazed. It's the McCartney version. version. Okay. Excellent. Now, were you surprised it wasn't a single? Uh, no, because they didn't always put out singles. You know, if it was an album track, it was an album track. Right. Okay, the, very good. the echo stopped. Yeah, echo's yes. gone. Might be from either Tony or Andy now. <laughs> okay. Um, Ed, go ahead, buddy. Seven. Okay, I've unmuted. Is there an echo or is it? No, coming to no, the moment. no, you're fine. Okay, well, uh, then we'll go with it. Number, um, I just lost track for a second. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> number seven. Thank you. All right, number seven. Here we go. Uh, My Brave Face, uh, 1989 collaboration mm -hmm. with Elvis Costello that should have been a top two, top ten U.S. hit. It, it really mm -hmm. deserved a much better fate charts-wise than it did, and just a fantastic songwriting collaboration between the two. Excellent pick. I love it. Tom. Paul's first American number one hit, Uncle Albert, Admiral Halsey. Ah, <laughs> you bet. Okay. I love it. Um, did you did you pick that one up uh, when it first came out? No. You're still a little too young. young. You're still too young. Okay. Yeah, I didn't buy, buy my own McCartney records until after Venus and Mars came out. Like okay. Speed of Sound, gotcha. Wings Over America. That's when I started buying my own. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Tony, number seven. You have to unmute him. Andy, you have to unmute him. Oh, got it. One of the best Go ahead, Tony. Go ahead, Tony. Me. Let me roll it. Let me roll it. I love the hard ending on this song. I love the double meaning of the words. It could mean rolling your feelings or rolling a joint. And I love that this was a response to John Lennon. I love that. It's an aggressive rock song I can't get enough of. I love it. Let me roll it. My heart is like a wheel. Andy. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, seven, right? Yes. I'm going with... Um... Okay, Ed should be very happy. I'm going with No More Lonely Nights for number seven. Um, okay, yeah. yeah, one of the all-time best. And again, I think I like these songs because I like the videos just as much, especially with the 80s songs. Press, mm -hmm. No More Lonely Nights. The videos for these were just absolutely phenomenal. Great ballad, great melody. Um, you know, you know, it won't go away till you tell me so. I mean, that's the shift in that, the melody in that. Oh, my God. It's just, like you know, again... I get a mega hit, but a mega hit that I do not get tired of. 
I know Tom loves this song. I know Ed, I know Ed obviously loves this song, but man, don't get tired of it one bit. Mm. Okay, so that was your seven. Uh, we're going yeah. to six. I'm starting off six with the tug of war version of Wanderlust. Uh, again, we've we've talked about it. A couple people have already. Uh, just the perfect uh, piano ballad from Paul. Yes, and I love that it's about a drug bust. I think that's the best part of it. <laughs> um, I, I I dig it, and uh, I loved when I when I when I learned the story and what it was really about. I I was just like, yeah, that's so cool and uh it's such a sweet simple song too and i love the you know the ending where he goes to a wonder what you know went wrong my love and then you know he's going he's doing the uh the vice versa like the kind of like i've got a feeling with john you know i really dig when he does that toward, at towards the end uh beautifully sung uh i think paul's in this period you know like you know i think this might be towards the end of his vocal peak uh this 82 83 84 uh, ears and uh, I really just love the way he sings the song. So number six for me is Wanderlust, and we're going to the Queen next. Excellent choice. Uh, next one for me, six. Let him in. Um, I just think this is such a fun song. Really creative. Uh, love the the uh, drum. Uh, the drum pattern to this um right. it just overall just very original um i know it's played a lot but uh but i just still think this is such an, an original pop song that only yeah. only paul could have written this mm. so still love it. <laughs> excellent ringo number six for me is greatest concert over of all time figure of eight <laughs> Ray Roger from that flowers time period Okay. I think it's just in the album. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but that version, the live version. <laughs> yeah, that live version is great. That live tour is a great tour for him. Right. Cool. All right, Susan. Uh, for me, number six is Calico Skies. I, wow. you know, Paul real, excuse me, really shines at acoustic type songs, yes. and that's a beauty. Yeah, um, you know, if you got the lyrics book from uh, from Barnes and Noble, uh, on, and you get the the tote bag, and on the back it's got it was written that I would love you from the moment I opened my eyes. Yeah, so again, I saw that. Get, yeah, I'm jealous. So. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, Ed, go ahead, buddy. All right. Well, my number six already been brought up, but arrow through me again. I'm not sure I can add too much more to that, but just. Wow. That synthesizer, the vocals, everything, spot on. Excellent. Tom? Maybe I'm amazed, studio version. Excellent. I, I got the vocal isolation track. Hearing that makes it even better. Wow. It's just amazing. And, and you know, that's a, something interesting because, you know, that would have been a great isolation vocal uh, for a special feature on on the McCartney archive collection, you know we got a lot of those isolated vocals from the Lennon's Lennon box sets, you know, and that's something that the, the McCartney camp really doesn't capitalize. And I think that would have been a great uh, a great uh, you know special feature on on one of the bonus discs. Uh, Paul Tony, had that on his Paul had that on his website for a while, and then he took it down. Oh, did he? See, I didn't know that. Muck Bear okay. and Moon Delight also you could that's isolate right. the vocal. And then right. he just took it away. Right. Was that part of like the Root Studio type thing? Yeah, Root Studio mixing 
on okay. his website. Gotcha. Thing you can turn up the vocals and stuff on Band on the Run. Right. Yes. Tony, go ahead, buddy. It's Arrow Through Me from Back to the Egg. Wow. I love his Excellent. vocals on that. He sounds like an R&B singer. I love the funky, the funky jazzy riff. Sounds like horns. The horns are amazing. I've gotten obsessed with it. It's got great relatable lyrics. Great pick, buddy. All right, Andy, finish this off. Okay, finish this off with six. With six, okay. Uh, the extended cut version of Once Upon a Long Ago, the six-minute version. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the six-minute version with thank you, Susan. The six-minute version with the extended uh, outro with the great violin playing by Nigel Kennedy. Uh, again, love it. You know, majestic, almost like a Christmas song, really. When you think about it, it sounds mm -hmm. like a very could be very Christmassy. Once upon a long mm. ago, um, and again, uh, absolutely a criminal that they just did not get a United States release, and you had to get it as an expensive yep. UK import, which I did back when I was a teenager, and I had to buy it with babysitting money, but I got it. <laughs> um, um, but uh, yeah, criminal, I'm, I'm glad there's a lot of love for it in this panel of uh, group here, and uh, obviously, you know, we know our McCartney, so it's nice to see that a lot of people have the same picks. So yeah, once upon a long ago, the full, the extended cut. All right, top five. This is the no joke zone right Ooh. here. This is the this creme, is de la creme of Maca tracks. This is it. Here we go. Number five for me. The uh, the, the absolute best uh, track off of Chaos and Creation. I think it's the best track of this century uh, for McCartney, and that's right. Yes, uh, riding to Vanity Fair. Lyrically, mm -hmm. I think it's just a perfect track. I mean, obviously, we we think we know who the track's about. I mean, he's, it's, you know, he's not going to let us know. But, you know, I think all deep down, we all know who the song's about. But lyrically, I think this is just, you know, just just perfect. You know, the definition of friendship ought to be apparently ought to be, you know, showing support for the one that you love. You know, again, that could be towards this song could be pointed towards anyone really uh you know in in anybody's life uh you know so um i just love this track and how each you know laughs it off or you know the comments you know it, it's just um so moving powerful and that's it's stripped down again it's not too big production-y or anything like that and and nigel originally didn't like this song and i like the fact that he fought for this one and uh he got it on the album uh so you know, most respect, a lot of respect for, for Paul for fighting to get this track on there because I don't know where I would be without this track. <laughs> so um, that's my number five, Riding to Vanity Fair. So Kiddo Tool, number five for you. I love to crank this. I even had it as my ringtone uh, for a brief time. Ooh, Helen wow. Wheels. Oh. I love Helen Wheels. Um, and it should have been on uh, both the British and American versions of Band on the Run. Just a great rocker. Love the drums on this. Um, just, uh, just a fun, fun rocker from Paul. I, I mean, it's just, you know, just, just Paul, at his, you know, at his best, just, just rocking out. Uh, again, love the production. Um, you know, just, uh, I think, underrated uh, song from him. Excellent. Ringo. Number five, Dear Boy. It's like a 
grown-up pet sounds mm -hmm. out like excellent love that pick yes. i love that you love that song um susan well everything in my top five people mentioned tonight but my number five is beautiful night i like paul and i particularly love that ringo's on the end mm. excellent ed all right number five here we go junior's farm i don't know what else i can add to it it's just that blistering solo Sends it into the stratosphere, the vocals, everything. Grabs you by the lapels, does not let go. I've enjoyed it for a long time now. Great. Tom? Same pick as Ed, Junior's Farm. <laughs> Number five. Excellent. Tony? Band on the Run, the title track. Okay. It's a mini rock opera for me. I love every part of it, especially the horns. And I love the lyrics. Okay. Perfect. Andy. Sorry, I uh, I unmuted I muted myself to get rid of that echo. So right. um six, right? Um yep. no five. No, five? Five, five, five. 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 Smiles in the sunshine and tears in the rain. My love can tire. Mm. Yeah. Um, but bagpipes, again, one of those songs that you could just imagine to at a party, holiday, Christmas time. Everybody's having a grand old time with that song when it's on. And that's one of those. And it's really sentimental. It's, it, you know, I love, I love when you, he does play it live because he does play it live so sparingly these days. And not in this country, by the way, in Canada or the UK. So um, any live version of that, especially that Glasgow version from 79, is just tremendous. Hearing it in a live setting with the audience is incredible. So uh, Mull of Kintyre uh, easily is the, is the uh, top end of the bottom top five for me. Excellent. All right, number four, going to wildlife. Uh, my favorite thing that Paul and Linda uh, duetted together. It's just it's just so special to me uh, that some people never know. Uh, I think it's the, the best track on, on Wildlife. Uh, I know Linda gets crap for her singing, but I think she does a fine job with this track. And I just love Paul's vocals um, on this on this track as well. And uh, the word lyrically, again, it's a silly love song, but... They all are really. I mean, all these love songs that we like from everyone are silly in a way, right? Uh, you know, so so very movie. I love the acoustic feel. Of it. I love the. Uh, it's kind of like a ripoff. If you listen to um, the Chicago song "Beginnings" and then at the end of it, you get the sticks and you get the you know the playfulness of you know band. You know, you get the kind of the same thing at the end of. Uh, of some people never know. Uh, I don't know if they're kind of like paying homage to that, but um, uh, but it's a it's fun. Uh, it's a fun track. Now this one's over six minutes. Maybe it could be a little too long, but I love it, and um, I, I'll continue to love it for the rest of my life. So number four, some people never know uh, for me, uh, Queen. Uh, number four, Uncle Albert, Admiral Halsey. Just uh, mm. what a what a beautifully eccentric track and of course was a huge hit for him mm. it still sounds so unusual today um and uh, i i quote from it 
<laughs> to this day it's just uh it, it's just absolutely delightful and it's it's like a play <laughs> when you and you're mm -hmm. it's like a play unfolding and and uh i i just love it excellent okay ringo number four for me is back on my feet what's the best b-side nice job there ringo rama <laughs> susan i can't wait to hear uh number four from you well, number four, I don't care if it's a drug bust or not, Wanderlust. I just love the oh, counter melody. It's beautiful. Right. Perfect. Ed. All right, number four. Maybe a little bit left curve for uh, some folks here, but The World Tonight off of Flaming Wow. Body. Kind of a dark little undercurrent. Uh, you know, saw them sitting in the middle of a circle. I was praying that the ground would swallow me. Those lyrics have always stood out. Um, I go back so far. I'm in, far front, of in me. front of me again. <laughs> yeah, just you know, again, just the singing, the the piano, the everything about that. Uh, it's it's one that's really stuck with me since first, um, you know, since first hearing Flaming Pie, first hearing the promos, you know, oh, and, and everything. Just yeah, great track. Excellent, great, Tom. My brave face. I love Chris Witten's drumming on that, and Elvis Costello's lyrics are excellent. Great pick. Very, really very, improves very good pick. Paul's part of the song. I, I agree, and I, it's a shame it wasn't a bigger hit here in the States. Um, you know, we're going to keep saying that until the end of time because it should have been a better hit. Uh, Tony, number four, buddy. Going back to Ram for Dear Boy. Wow. I think it should have been a single. I think it's a perfect pop song that's not too long and totally concise. And I love the vocals in it. Love the background vocals. It does sound like a Beach Boys song with those background harmonies. And I never thought it was about John. Never. Because that wouldn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. Well, if you didn't know, I mean, it, you know, it might have been. Yeah. I could see how people did think it was about John. Uh, I mean, I guess you never knew, dear boy, what you what you had, you know, what you found, or yeah. I mean, I guess maybe, maybe. All right, Andy, end this off, buddy. Sheet number four. Sheet. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, it's yeah. Um, it's time it's made this appearance in my top hundred and one, and it's here, and that is the medley from Red Rose Speedway, <laughs> and I it is number four. I absolutely adore it. And those followers of Two Legs know that I love the medley from Red Rose yep. Speedway. I have for a very long time. Hold Me Tight, Lazy Dynamite, Hands of Love, and Power Cut. Um, basically, just all those themes coming back again. That's a true medley, okay? You hear in Power Cut, you hear all three of those other songs looped in again at the end. I don't care what you say, Tom. It is great. I don't give a crap if you don't like it. It's, it is awesome. It is awesome. It is fantastic. The guitar work on Lazy Dynamite alone, the screaming vocals on it, everything about it, the mood changes, opens with Hold Me Tight, great piano ballad, heavy rocker, kind of every kind of long, like Lazy Dynamite, into a nice acoustic kind of thing with Lazy um, Hands of Love, and then tying it all together with Power Cut, with all the themes that take you out for 11 minutes. It is freaking phenomenal. I have listened to this. I've listened to this album since I was 13 years old when I bought it in the 1990s. And I have still, at the age of 40, I still do not get tired of it. Still. 
thank you, Brad. So the medley is number four for me, and that is where it is. That's where it's at. Okay, I love it. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. That's okay. Anyways, all right. Top three. No joke. Um, number three for me, this is where I put No More Lonely Nights. Uh, again, uh, flawless, flawless track. Uh, you know, again, why wasn't this number one? Uh, I know it was no closer to number one in the UK than it was here, but uh, still, uh, great track. The, 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 the guitar solo um, from, from, our, from our buddy Gilmore is just just killer um his vocals are, are phenomenal lyrics are are great uh production this is just a perfect song in my opinion the perfect ballad um and uh yeah power ballad if you will so this is great track number three for me, more lonely nights and uh queen let's go all right feral mcnulty i see you in the comments we're of like minds jet um no. i love jet uh and i think it's one other than rock show it's one of the great concert openers. I mean, you know, he usually does like, you know, second, uh, not always, but the second song. I mean, what a rocker. Uh, it's, it's just, uh, I mean, the lyrics don't make a lot of sense, but that's okay. Uh, it's, it's just still, it, it's just him at, at his rocking best uh, from, of course, a, an absolutely incredible album. Um, every time he launches into this in concert, I'm I'm right. I'm on my feet. I, I just love Jet. Great pick. Love it. Ringo. Number three for me is Ryan to Vanity Fair. Best ah. song of the 2000s, best song of the century. It's just, you get such an insight into his mind. Hmm. Yeah, and, you know, he doesn't usually write songs like that. And, and uh, you know, I wish he would, you know, get a little more personal. <laughs> you know? uh, Susan, number three. My number three is 1985. That's a great way to end a perfect album. Mm, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Ed. Same. 1985. Uh, <laughs> you know, on this one. Great album closer, piano, everything. It's It's got a lot of amazing ingredients firing on just about all cylinders. Mm, excellent. Tom? My number three is Beware My Love. Wow. One of my favorite parts of the song is Linda's singing on the first verse. It's, I think it's one of her best vocal performances. Gotcha. Now, was that um, the live or the studio? The studio? Yeah. See, I, I, you know, we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago about the openings to it. And you just prefer the straight going into the rocker of yep. that, right? So yeah. The live, and I had the studio. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Tony, number three. I have the poster of the single behind me on my wall, and it's Another Day from 71. <clears throat> I, I think it's a perfect story song about a young woman facing boredom, and Paul, with those lyrics, really paints you a story of that woman in just two and a half minutes or so, and it's just brilliant vocals, brilliant lyrics, I think. They put a story in your head. It's like a little movie. It's just, yeah. it's my number three. It's brilliant. I love Another Day. And it's a great feminist song. I like too. that. Right. It's great, Tony. I appreciate that. 
Andy, end us on number three, buddy. Okay, number three. We're going with the opening track of the 1978 album London Town. Um, wow. Which, yeah, that is, uh, it's a deeper cut. It's one that's always been very close to me. It sets the mood for the entire album, which I hold my heart very dearly. Um, I just love it. I just sets the whole vibe for the whole album. Um, Paul talking about ordinary people, which is so evident in all of his songwriting, where he just talks about meeting an ordinary people and, the, and everything else like that. And um, and then it kind of changes. It has a little bit of a rocking end to it, you know, where they rock out a little bit. But just the entire vibe of that song, London Town, someone somewhere has to know. And you hear, and you hear Paul, Linda, and Denny on that. God, it's like, it's, I could listen to that over and over again. And it's, you know, it's incredible. Um, from the open, again, um, the song is opening and closing a very similar way, you know, which is, which I love. I love when he does that. And um, London Town, uh, again, a, you know, probably a little bit of an oddball pick for the top three, but it has been a, one of my favorites forever. And uh, fair. again, don't, yeah. don't get tired of it at all. Huh. Fair enough. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our buddy, uh, Joe, mean Mr. Mayo, who uh, popped in there and made a few comments. How you doing, buddy? Uh, thanks for showing up. Um, okay, so that was number three. Hope you like the book, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Number two. Number two, take it away. Um, again, a, another perfect pop song uh, from, from Paul Vocals. You know, the story, um, you know, we talked about this before. Is it kind of like the Beatles story? Uh, and, and it's great that, uh, that Ringo's there, George Martin and, you know, Linda. And then obviously Eric Stewart as well. Um, I love that, you know, the Oz, they're at the end, kind of like what Eric did for um, uh, uh, 10CC's uh, I'm Not In Love track. Um, it's, just, again, a perfect pop song. Uh, nice number 10 hit. Uh, I would have liked to have seen it gone a little bit higher. But uh, but you know what? Um, you know, music was changing then. And I'm kind of actually surprised that this song did as well um, as it did. I don't know what you th think about that, Kit. Um, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I, yeah, it's great where it was. So uh, take it away is my number two. And Kit? Yeah, I agree. I think uh, it is kind of surprising when you look back because it didn't sound like, you know, what was going on at that time. It was a little bit of a throwback. So I think that'd be right. I, I agree. Um, number two was a, struggled a little bit to include this because there's a bit of a fatigue factor here, but Band on the Run. I mean, I mean, I can't deny. Yeah, I can't deny. I mean, that's a, that's a masterpiece right there. I mean, it's it's again, it's like a play. I mean, I think Tony, I think you were mentioned earlier. It's like a rock opera. I mean, yeah. really, it is. I and uh, and so while there, you know, a little bit of fatigue there, had to put it at number two. It's it's a it's a classic. Great, Ringo. Number two, this might be a curveball, but it's got some great sentimental value. Sea Moon. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it's just a lot of sentimental value associated with it. It's just the perfect pop. It's nice pop reggae. It's hilarious. Are you are you a reggae fan? No, just Sea Moon. No. See, I'm not either, <laughs> but I still enjoy the track. You know, because I think I had this like round one, one hundred one. Every soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, true. All right, Suze. 
Well, it's so great it overcomes the, the fatigue factor. Like Kit says, band on the run. All right. <laughs> I love the three parts of the song. He just puts it together so well. All right. Perfect. Ed. All right. Well, my number two, Maybe I'm Amazed. Uh, again, the version off of, that we all know off of uh, McCartney. Just a solo high watermark. Again, one of the many odes to, uh, to Linda that Paul wrote and just really amazing song, amazing vocals. Ne nearly perfect in my view. Agree. Agree 100%. Mm. Tom. My top two songs I could listen to on repeat all day long. So <laughs> my number two is going to be Only Love Remains, the album. Oh, wow. Good one. Wow. I don't like the single mix. I don't like the saxophones. Yeah. I yeah. just like Paul with piano and strings. That's yes. all you need. Perfect. Agreed. Agreed. I thought um, Paul McCartney and saxophones in the 80s was like oil and water. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it didn't really work a whole lot, but sometimes it did. It worked on Once Upon a Long Ago. And I, yeah, right. well, maybe. But I'm I like an 80s so sax bad. guy. I'm an 80s sax guy in so many mm, different I like it that know, way. Heat is on, Careless Whispers, you name it. I mean, I just love sax and 80s songs. But I just think Paul just, for some, whatever reason, it, it just didn't work with him. Um, but, you know, to each their own. Tony, number two, buddy. Ed already said it. Maybe I'm amazed. My favorite Paul love song. He wrote it for Linda, who got him through his depression when the band broke up. And I love the way it begins. I love the guitar solo. I love the lyrics. His vocals are incredible. It's my favorite love song by Paul. It's amazing. Uh, that Yeah, that opening piano lick, I think, is beautiful. Uh, just sets sets the tone for the, for the song. Uh, Andy, number two, buddy. Two, staying with the same album, and you've all, most of you have all said this tonight, uh, and I'm going with the full-length album version of With a Little Luck. Uh, as my number, as as my number two, as somebody who's heavily into synths and prog rock, I lo absolutely love the synth work on that album, especially with a little luck in particular. Um, it's just, it's everything about it is just, it, it just, I put you. Tom said it puts you in the right mood, puts a smile on your face, checks all those boxes. And again, when you listen to the the edited version, it's like it's like somebody chopped your arm off. You're like, where's the song? That's not the real song. And the fact that he actually put on Wingspan, the edited version, is that's that's criminal. That, that, right. that, that should not but have you been. got it on Wings Greatest, though, which is which is great. Yeah, you got it on Wings Greatest is great. But the full-length version of that of with a little luck is uh God, it's again, it's everything that you've all said it is. Uh and it, it's a song, sadly, that we've not heard done live, and I don't think we ever will. Hmm. Yeah, that's too bad. But he is uh, going to play live again. He is going to play live again, Tom. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. The verdict <laughs> that's a is not. Bet. That's, a little, that's a little bet we have going on. Right. Okay. So that's our that's our twos. Here we go. Ooh. Our number ones. Okay. So before you guys give your number ones, just uh, right off before, just say if you knew automatically going into this that this was going to be your number one. Um, for me, this is 
been my number one favorite McCartney song probably since uh, I'd say maybe early 90s when I started digging into McCartney's uh, solo career. Unfortunately, um, um, no, I shouldn't know because I had the full length version, but my number one is Junior's Farm. Uh, it has been for, like I said, since the early 90s. It's the, I think it's his best rocker of all time. Uh, the Jimmy uh, solo is, is perfect. I, think, I even like Jess Britton's drum on this. I think that's great as well. Um, the, you know, the silly kind of nonsense lyrics, uh, I think just give it some more charm to the, to the song. It's, again, I think just a hard a hard-nosed uh, uh, rocker from, from Paul, and I got to see it live uh, this last time around. Unfortunately, the edited version, uh, oh well, but at least I got to see him do it live. And just, just with the guitar bits alone, I think this song is just so awesome. And uh, Junior's Farm is one and has been a long time. So, Kit, what's your number well, one? Yeah. Well, before, uh, how, how long is, did you know this was going to be your number one? I, I, you know what? It was interesting when I made out my list and, and I just like, okay, I'm just going to write them down and, and, you know, not worry about the rankings right away. It, it was interesting. Then when I went back and, and decided on the rankings, I'm like, wow, this, you know, I'm not changing number one. I think I nailed it right away. Um, so it, it was interesting that I think, uh, you know, I, I decided pretty much right off the bat. And, of course, I'm talking about, you know, Magneto and Titanium Man. Wait a minute. Yeah, yes. Now, wait a minute. Uh -huh. Hey. Did you hack into my iPad or something? Wait a minute. Okay. I had to do it. I had to do it. Um, all right. Number one is Maybe I'm Amazed. I mean, okay. it, it was hard not to do it. Um, you know, it's, I have to admit, slight fatigue factor, but it, it just is, is such a, a, a incredible love song, so heartfelt. And, um, you know, I, and the live version, I want to add that. Uh, it's the live version that I really love. Uh, it's the one I fell in love with first. Um, I just love his vocals on that. It's just uh, so passionate. Uh, I'll just say, if a, if a man sang that and sang that for me, I would turn into a pile of dope. I mean, come on. That is one of the greatest, greatest love songs ever written. So that's that's his masterpiece. Number one, maybe I'm amazed. Excellent. Nice, nice number one. We got that damn echo back, unfortunately. Yeah. I'll mute myself. All right. Okay, there we go. It's gone. <laughs> Ringo Rama was your number one. Always number your one. number one. Yes, love me, do. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's of course. Dragonfly. That song is just amazing. Wait, what was it again? Little Lamb Dragonfly. That's your number one. I didn't Ooh. think that much of it until I just kept listening to it. It just builds just so great. Excellent. Okay. Susan, how long was your number one, your number one? Uh, my number one was my number one since 1971. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I knew going in that it would be my number one. And it's the backseat of my car from the album Ram. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> Excellent. I love that. Thank you. Ed, how long was your number one, your number one? You know, since... 
pretty much really since 1984, seeing the video on MTV. It's stuck with me for a very, very long time. Pinnacle of Paul's songwriting, No More Lonely Nights. It hits every single mark. Um, I think it's a song that's going to continue to stand the test of time, in my opinion. It should have gone number one. I will put it among the top songs Paul has ever done in his entire career. Counting All everything. Right. Excellent. I, hey, it was, what, my number three? So, yeah, I, great. Um, Tom? Mine has always been my number one. Uh, this record was one that I picked up from my sister's record collection. And because the A-side was played on the radio so much, I decided to flip it over. And I, I've loved it ever since. And that's The Mess. The Mess is <laughs> your one. number one. Oh, it's my. my sister's record. That's the original. Yeah, I just I, love I'm, the tempo changes. The, right. The you know how it rocks and this is perfect, perfect performance. Wow, I I'm stunned, but in a way I love the mess. So I'm I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy to hear some love for the mess. Tony, what's your number one, and how long has it been your number one? It's been number one for at least nine years, maybe ten years maybe a lot more it's a song that changed my life and picks me up when I'm feeling down whenever I think of it and it's too much rain from chaos great song yes those lyrics changed my life got me to think positively even in times of great stress and depression and all I gotta do is think of it and immediately I laugh when I'm crying I I sigh and brush away sorrow, as the lyrics say. And it's just the greatest song to pick me up any time of the day. Great. That's pick. great. That's great. Awesome, Tony. Thank you. Andy, how long has your number one been your number one, buddy? Uh, not long because the top five, I juggled around 500 different combinations of how I wanted it to do it. So I really didn't know because <laughs> five could have been one and one, two could have been three and so it hasn't been number one long because any one of these five could have been one. So I kind of just had to just throw them up in the air and see where they fall because I love them all equally the same. But there has to be a number one. And I think if I thought seriously enough about it and McCartney's career, it's it's a great song. And somebody it was also somebody else's number one. I'm also proud to share. Uh, my number one song is The Backseat of My Car from Ray. Hey. Uh, Susan had Susan had it too. Uh, it's every it's it's McCartney at his Abbey Road best, throwing lots of different songs, different things going on in there. You think the song is over, as Tom mentioned it in his analysis of it, and it's and then it goes back again, and it ends, and then out of nowhere, it just these drums come in and and they start screaming, and it just the song just fades out. Uh, but before that, you've got this great, great kind of piano ballad that goes back to the Let It Be days, as we're going to find out when the documentary comes out and the, everything comes out. We're going to, you know, it goes back to those days. Great kind of right. just song, 
piano ballad, you know, we were only hiding it, everything about that. And it just the production of it, the horns, everything builds up, bum, 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 you know, and the whole we would believe that we can't be wrong, which was yeah. probably another dig at John and Yoko because John thought it was. And there's actually a clip of John. He, there's a clip of John actually singing that line, going, mm -hmm. oh, we believe that we can't be wrong. Well, what's, what are we talking about? So, but forget, the, forget about the context of the lyrics, the, the, the singing of it, and the production and the horns. Everything about it, and then the whole the no, 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 the screaming of the no, that is just oh, phenomenal, right. you know, no, 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 and that big scream at the end. Oh man, mm -hmm. everything it is that is four and a half minutes of McCartney's uh, everything in it. You get it, like, kind of like Uncle Albert, as Kid pointed out a little bit, very much like Uncle Albert. You know, so much going into those songs that there's, you know, I like Band on the Run, like the, like you guys have also said. So, yeah, backseat of my car. Ram is my number one of the 101. Wow. Great. Hey, I love everybody's number ones. Thank you all for, for participating yeah. in this. Um, from the beginning, you know, Tom, Tony, Ed, Susan, I think even Ring, you, you know, you, Lucas, you were joining us at uh, from the beginning as well. Um, and everybody else out there that was uh, joining us from the beginning, giving, you know, joining us and, and doing your number ones. I thought that was just great. I really appreciate it. More people participate than I the thoughts <laughs> would do this. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, to, 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 to take on this, you know, 101 of your favorite McCartney songs, it is a challenge. I won't lie. And, yeah, there was some moments where I thought, why am I doing this? Um, yeah. But, that, yeah. Uh, thanks, Tom. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but you know but i thought it'd be fun and i i, I kind of was that. hoping was hoping that people would join in uh on this and i you know and i, I guess i i wasn't wrong, so uh you know to to believe that i wasn't wrong uh was 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 good um but anyways i want to thank you all for for joining us on this um it was a lot a lot of fun sorry for the technical no, issues thank like, you. I mean, it's live yeah thank no you. thank you Really appreciate it. I'm glad you were able to hear it out, Sue. Um, one of these days, you're gonna have to show us your collection because I'm just sure it's oh just my a God. mile. It's a mile long, and um, I have I have so many LPs and maxi singles. I've got like I don't know how many cubicles. Right. Send Jeez, us photos. Probably twelve. Twelve. Yes, I mean, yes. I just have a ton. Wow. Yeah, message us some photos uh, sometime uh, if you can. Some, some. I'm sure there's some great stuff there. Um, Tony, Tom, Ringo, Ed, uh, Susan, um, uh, Dylan, who tried to, you know, has some technical difficulties. Like, I appreciate you trying uh, to get in here. Um, I had another friend, uh, Beans, who was going to join us, but unfortunately, he. Um, had a family family tragedy, so he wasn't able to to uh, to join us. Um, and I'm thinking about you, Beans, and I hope everything is okay. Um, everybody out there, we're gonna sign off. I am gonna start uh, start digging through we're this gonna, sucker here. We're, oh, gonna, we're gonna, gonna start. start. We're gonna start. We're gonna start digging through the lyrics, baby. <laughs> right. So, uh, and if Tom, you're joining yeah. us now. Joining us now, please check out our, our past video where we unboxed this and we talked about how you could win a copy of Paul McCartney, The Lyrics. So please go back and watch that and uh, and uh, and uh, participate in, in, in that contest. And, you know, maybe you might be the winner. Uh, it is only for, for people in the U.S., though. So I'm glad Kit got hers. Susan, you said you're getting it or you haven't gotten yeah, it I'll yet? get it. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, no, I haven't gotten it, but I will be. Excellent. So Tom's got his. Uh, Ed, are you, are, you, are you waiting? Maybe waiting off a little bit, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah. 
Okay. I can't wait. Cool. I, we, we, will be, we will be spending the next days diving into this, and we just previewed it tonight, and, man, it, mm. looks, it looks tremendous. I cannot it's, wait. It looks beautiful. It really is. As, 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 Hey, it's 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 a whopper. It's a banger. I mean, it's it's so many different. For sixty for sixty dollars, this isn't really bad. This was a, this, no. was not, this, this wasn't a bad a bad. Wasn't it originally over a hundred dollars initially? Yeah, the dropped. list price says a hundred, yeah. and then it dropped. Right. So that's a pretty good that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Thanks again. We're gonna get out of here. I mean, this one a you know a little long. This, but this is a little marathon. <laughs> this was, yeah, a little bit of a marathon, but but thank you guys for tuning in. Everybody out there, as always, peace and love. You know, have a great day, beautiful night, all that stuff. And uh, we'll be back live soon. So take care, everyone. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah.